Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. It's the Bart Winkler Show on CBS Sports Radio. Need a place to talk sports? You've come to the right place. CBS Sports Radio. Live from Milwaukee, it's Bart Winkler. Good evening, everybody. My name is Bart Winkler. This is the Bart Winkler Show. David Shepard is a part of it. He is here. Marco Belletti is also here on the updates. Excited to have Marco back in the steed tonight. A fun night of basketball, college, professional, and otherwise, as the post-All-Star break kind of fervor has ramped up a little bit. You can see teams a little more focused. You can see the games get more intensified. And that that's really like, I guess, the whole... I, I don't know. I, I keep thinking like in basketball and baseball and, and all these sports, we always we always try to, again, make every game the greatest game of all time. We think that every game needs to be the most captivating, exciting, monumental, historic game that's ever existed. And if you look at basketball, yeah, it's long. It's 82 games. It does give you time to see who's going to be good this year, who's going to be bad, who's going to be mediocre. It's probably too long. They'll never shrink it down because of the money and the TV. And, you know, we don't want less games. You get to watch your team 82 times. What's wrong with that? But just understand that, hey, maybe the first part of the season won't be as exciting as the post-All-Star break part of the season. And if we can just accept that, then we can really enjoy ourselves. Hey, go to a game. All right, they lost. Okay, still finding themselves. Trade deadline. Okay, then the All-Star break happens and there's, one third of a season left, and then you can really sink your teeth into it. And teams have set their positions. Like the West right now is very tight. The East, the Celtics have a nice lead over pretty much anybody else at this point. So there was reason for the first half of the season. You saw who was bad. You saw who was good. You saw what teams could think towards the future. You saw what teams could um, maybe strike while the iron's hot. But there's a it's a marathon in the beginning, and now it's a sprint, and now we're getting more competitive uh, basketball, I think, and then we're going to get the playoffs, and it's going to be really, really fun. So I just, I really think that the thing that I've noticed the most in the last year, or really going back to when uh, I'm, I'm still the only one that brings this up, Florida State getting left out of the college football playoff, 
is that we just, we, I don't know if it's an entitlement or if it's a desire or, or what, but maybe we value our, our time more than ever. And maybe we don't think we can sit down and watch a two and a half hour game that isn't as competitive as we imagine it was in 1974 or whatever bygone era we long for. But not every game needs to be like that. And if you're somebody who wants basketball to be more competitive, especially in the NBA, well, this is the time for you because it's going to be more competitive. The good teams are really going to start to be good. The bad teams, I mean, they're going to struggle, but they're still going to want to play spoiler. They're going to have people fighting for jobs, fighting for contracts. So it'll be, it'll be good. Everything, everything will be just fine. And another reason why this happens in other sports, and there's even the question to say, hey, could this be better? Some of these games don't feel like they matter. Why, why is it this way? Is because we have a league and a sport that is as close to perfect as you can have. Now, the rest of the world doesn't agree with us. I don't know. But we love football. And for the sake of uh, international listeners, I will say we love American football. It is the perfect TV sport. It's almost actually better to watch on TV than at the games because then you can see what's happening in the other games. And also, it's just structured very well where commercials and timeouts, like are simpatico with each other just kind of makes sense there's no stoppage just for a stoppage it all sort of works and we buy into it and there's only 17 games in the regular season so you're going to find out which teams deserve to go to the playoffs you're going to find out which teams don't you're going to find out that there's a lot of teams that are right in the middle it's going to make for some thrilling games down the stretch this last year was a good example there were a lot of teams that were nine and eight seven and six, you know, one week, eight and eight. And you're like, are these teams good or are they bad? But there were so many of them that the games really were quite riveting the last few weeks of the season. Not everyone. Some, of course, matched up teams that were out of it, but that's just going to happen with the schedule. But for the most part, it was a really enjoyable season because there were so many teams that were in it because you have less games and you also have a little bit of parody 17 games works in football. You're not going to have 17 games in major league baseball, 17 games in the NBA, 17 games in hockey. I would love to see or know an alternate universe where that is how the games and the sports were done. I mean, could you imagine a baseball season? If they played an NFL schedule, how intense every pitch would be, but that's not what baseball is. Baseball is every day. There's something on something to talk about a new lineup to look at. Uh, a marathon, the dog days of summer. That's what baseball is. Basketball, hockey, they're sports that be they can be played indoors during the winter, a couple of nights a week, not the biggest investment, still have something to do, maybe a game to go to. And then football is, you know, really the most gladiator of the sports. And that's why we flock to it in record numbers with 120 million people, um, 200 some million people at one point watching that Super Bowl last month so with that being said football then with just having the 17 games does try to think of well that only takes about three four months so what else can we do to make this exciting well we can have the preseason and people will still kind of get into that uh we can do our training camp stuff that gets the 
the juice is flowing. We can do the NFL draft. The NFL draft is big. NFL draft is big. The next generation of stars finding out where they're going to play, the trades, the wheeling and dealing. And we all have done that in our fantasy leagues or in our Madden franchise. So we find the excitement there. And then there's this week, which is the NFL combine, which it seems to be losing a little bit of luster with some guys deciding they don't need to go. I mean, it, it just it just depends on how good you are. If you're really good and know you're going to go top five, I don't know that I would do anything. I mean, I'll show up, do the interviews, you know, meet meet with prospective employees. But I don't know that I need to run. I don't know that I need to do anything that's going to jeopardize that. Like, you've had three or four years of tape to watch on me. And now you would throw all that out the window if I go have a bad practice? If I go have a practice and I don't have it that day or I'm a little off or the arm was sore or what, whatever, I'm going to drop 20 spots, which is going to cost me millions of dollars when I didn't need to do this? So I under I do understand that aspect of it. Uh, Marvin Harrison's not getting too involved. Uh, Caleb Williams, we saw the story on him, not going to be participating in these drills, maybe not even in a, at a pro day. So there's those guys that if we project you top five, I don't think we should be too surprised if they are all of a sudden not participating in this, which I think where this serves well is a lot of different guys can jump up that board. A lot of guys can go from a second round talent to a first round or from a third round to a second or from a fifth to a first. So I do think the combine is still something that is, uh, I don't know if it's necessary. You could get away with it. You could have pro days. Again, you don't even need any of that. You've got three years to scout these guys. You can do interviews however you want. But in terms of getting everybody together, it's a fine sort of event. And what it also does is it gets some of the coaches and general managers together. Not every coach comes. I think most of the GMs come. If a coach doesn't come, some of their trusted assistants or scouts will be there. You know, not every coach needs to waste three days sitting in the stands, falling asleep as some have, but it is still another opportunity for everybody to get together. And that could lead to some wheeling and dealing. And especially with the amount of wheeling and dealing that at least is possible. There very well could be an NFL draft coming up in a couple of months where the bears pick one, and the Commanders pick two, and the Patriots pick three, and that's it. it. It goes exactly according to plan. There could also be where the Commanders convince the Bears to come down. There could be where the Patriots swap out. There could be the Peter King scenario we mentioned last night where the Bears trade down and then down again. There could be a lot of that, and what's going to happen here is this will be a week where at least they can meet face-to-face the leaders of certain teams and decide what they want to do. And for the Chicago bears with Ryan Poles speaking today, their general manager, such an interesting situation that they are in. They had the number one pick a year ago, which they should not have had really the Texans won a game. They had no business trying in or winning. They were going to have the number one pick. And then uh, lovey Smith said, screw this. I'm getting fired. Anyway, I want to win a game. And so they won. 
And what that did was allow the Bears to have the number one pick. So they had the number one pick last year, and they have Justin Fields. And they decide, all right, there's C.J. Stroud, there's Bryce Young. Uh, We got a really good offer here we like. We are going to trade the pick and keep Justin Fields. And uh, we'll still have – we're trading with Carolina, so we'll have their pick next year. Okay. So then this year, they have their pick, which ended up being nine. But they also had Carolina. Carolina takes Bryce Young – who is objectively worse this year than C.J. Stroud. I won't say that that is how it's going to finish. I would I would bet that, yeah, at this point, C.J. Stroud will probably have a better career than Bryce Young, but I'm, I'm not for any reason writing off Bryce Young. But this first year did not go well, and they have an owner that's very reactive, and he fired their coach 10, 11 games into the season. They won not that many games. And they were very bad, and so they have the number one pick. But actually, no, they do not. It goes to the Bears. So two years in a row, the Chicago Bears, who have a quarterback this whole time, have the number one pick. Ryan Poles today was reflecting on that experience. It's a it's unique, right? Um, but I would say our approach is exactly the same in terms of we got to look at every option and, and determine what is best for our team. Um, obviously, we chose to trade back last year, and I think that that helped our uh, a team out a lot. So, um, again, we'll, we'll do a deep dive and, and see how it plays out. So, very interesting. Uh, curious to know how he feels about the position, what the experience is like in that position. So, great to hear him talk on that. There was another answer he gave that is making a little bit more waves because people are hearing this and then thinking, okay, he's told us what he is going to do when he was asked, if you do trade Justin Fields, would that be before free agency, which comes up in a couple of weeks? I will say this. um, I think you guys know me uh, well enough now. I do. If we go down that road, um, I want to do right by Justin as well. Uh, No one wants to live in gray. Um, I know that's uncomfortable. I wouldn't want to be in that situation either. So uh, we'll gather the information. We'll move um, as quickly as possible. We're not going to be in a rush um, and see what presents itself and what's best for the organization. So do we think that the Chicago Bears, and we've talked about this a lot the last couple of weeks, and I have no uh, regret about that. If anything, I'd like to talk about it more. I think this is an incredible story. I think this is a huge decision. I think this is going to affect the careers and the outlooks of teams uh, quarterbacks, general managers, coaches. This is going to be, this is such a point of inflection where no matter which way the Bears go, careers are going to be defined by this one decision. It's the, this is the, maybe one of the bigger butterfly effects decisions that the NFL has seen at least, you know, in the last 25 years, if not longer. So when I hear that, it sounds like, yeah, we're going to trade Justin Fields and we're going to do that before free agency. I don't quite know that we should take that quote at face value. Want to talk about that with you. We'll go through what some of the other general managers and coaches had to say because there's a lot of futures that are murky. The Vikings may not have Justin Jefferson. The Raiders may not have Devontae Adams. Every running back that you know of might be on a different team. There is a lot going on, and we'll talk about that. 855-212-4227. I'm Bart Winkler. More next, CBS Sports Radio. It's the Bart Winkler Show on CBS Sports Radio.
listening to you. Oh, I love talking to you. It's the Bart Winkler Show on CBS Sports Radio. Call in now at 855-212-4CBS. CBS Sports Radio, I'm Bart Winkler. David Shepard is here talking some NFL Combine. This is a sports radio show. Um, I do need to bring up something non-sports, if I if I may. Uh, I would just like to I would just like to see if this is something that is common across other places. If this has been something that is kind of ramped up just in my neck of the woods, but uh, you don't get in a car much, do you, Shep? Are you more of a subway kind of guy? Yeah, I live in New York City. I don't know what a car is. <laughs> They're those things that are on the road when that that you can never get on because uh, they play block everything. Are those those things that you sit in, and because it's a major city, you actually move slower than if you're on your feet? Yeah, they're those things that <laughs> cities were actually built uh, really like densely and really efficiently. Um, but then when they were invented, they destroyed cities uh, yeah. by sticking major highways through some uh, great historic neighborhoods. They're those things, the things that go on those. Although. I mean, they do help when it comes to wooing women. I mean, you drive a nice car, you're already ahead of the game. I got to tell you, my 2018 Hyundai Santa Fe (laughs) turns heads. I bet. Turns heads. Hey, man, License Um, to Drive, one of the most underrated movies of all time. So uh, Tuesday night is swimming night where I take my kid to his swim lessons. And uh, it's about a 10, 15-minute little drive from my house, so I'm... Driving home, and it's kind of rush hour or whatever, but I get to an intersection, and there's a red light. And I'm handing him a snack. Like, he wants a snack, so I hand him a snack. And so I got my arm reached back to give him his granola bar. And then as I'm doing that, the light turns green. And I don't even get – I maybe get a full second. And I get honked at. And nothing enrages me more. Like, I know, like, I'm thinking in New York City, I'm thinking of beep, 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 beep. Like, it's part of the, it's just part of the background noise. You know, it's part of the hustle and bustle. But where I am in Milwaukee, there really is little need for that. Yeah. <laughs> a, clown, a clown was behind me. <laughs> I was like, what is this clown doing? So... Nothing, like, nothing enrages me more. I have pet peeves, as everybody does, okay? But when you honk at me, and I don't feel it was deserved, I go, like, the ratio from mad to most mad you can be, and then the amount of time, the equation on that is, it really, like, my heart could explode when this happens. So... How do you think I react in that situation? Do you think I go, multiple choice, Shep. Do you think I go, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'll drive, I'll drive. That's A. Do you think I go B, ignore and just like get on the road? Do you think I go C, swear in my car one time and then move on with my day? Or do you think I go D, sit there an extra two seconds, lay on my horn, then go through the intersection repeatedly smashing my horn and also swerving all over the road while honking to just make a huge scene to try to, if not for one moment, make the guy feel bad 
for what he did to me. Which of those do you think I do? <laughs> I do D. I do. I do D. I. Yeah, that was that was the yeah. <laughs> I I honk back. I honk back, and I just drive. I just drive like a maniac. I mean, it's really unsafe. Uh, it, it's like it, I was not on my phone when I got honked at. I was handing my kid a snack, but I just wonder if that's something that is more prevalent where I am, or if that's kind of a a nationwide thing. Because people have been at green lights before, right? I've been at green lights where the guy doesn't move right away, and you just kind of like wait. Okay, if it's three seconds, you're like, oh, boy. If it's five, you're like, uh. And then at six or seven, you go, like, hey, man. But over the course of the last 10 years, that protocol is gone. It's now an immediate, oh, it just turned green. Like, maybe I want a second to see if anyone's going to speed through a red light. You know, I've got a little baby in my car. I got my little boy. Well, he's four. I wouldn't qualify that as a little baby. Oh, I'm trying to. Oh, it's really sad, if dude. You, Being a dad, oh my god, they just you, grow up so fast. They do. If if you were, here's my thing. Um, if you want to hunk at somebody because they're on their cell phone and the light turns green, that's one thing. But you gotta you gotta do it in a respectful way. Like there should be some kind of system in every car, every horn, that there's a respectful hunk and there's a a really nasty hunk. So like you're giving them a heads up, like hey man, like it's green because you never know why someone's stopping, right? Someone may just honestly, like, they may fall asleep at the wheel, for God's sakes. I will say this, Bart. Road rage. like it's bad. It's really bad in this country. Did you know that the last time this was kept track, so this was 2022. They don't have the final statistics and research for 2023. 150 people were murdered by a gun because of road rage in this country. Yeah, that's why I don't want to do anything. Right. Because I don't know what's going to happen. Well, way to, way to follow that today. But I'm also speeding fast. See, then I speed also. I make a scene, but I speed away, and then I duck behind a different... I took a different right way. I just ducked behind. I, I, but then there was, like, a cop sitting there. I'm like, oh, boy. I hope he didn't see me having a scene, because he'd be like, what is this? Uh, and then he'd pull me over and say, what are you doing, sir? I go, just not properly dealing with my emotions as a 40-year-old man. He'd go, well, what happened? I go, a person honked at me. And he'd be like, you're under arrest for... Being an idiot. No, but it's not. It's not about the honk. You feel like they're trying to strip you of your manhood. You feel like they're trying to pull one over on you. They're trying to assert their domination over you, right? That it's um, not. It's not about the honk. Not manhood, but I. I feel violated in a way. Yeah. <laughs> right. Like I, like I feel like. I feel like I didn't do anything bad enough because a honk is. You're right. There should be another honk. There should be a, just a honk that goes, "Hey," <laughs> like there should be, <laughs> and then there should be. Excuse me, sir. Right. That, that 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 should come out of your car. I used to think that all cars should come with like a, a CB type system where you could talk to everybody if they were in uh, kind of earshot of you. Right. But then I think that would cause more problems than it's than it's worth. So in this, because if someone cut me off, I'd pick it up and go, "Hey, jackass!" <laughs> and then you know he'd pull over and we'd all both die. So in the city. You know, a lot of us, you know, a lot of people listening to your show, they're in cars and they're in trucks. But there are some people that live in major cities that haven't driven a car or truck in five years. For us in major cities, it's the equivalent of somebody's walking on the left side when they're not supposed to be. And it's a sidewalk and you're walking on the right side and they don't move and they clearly see you Mm. coming 
and they don't bat an eyelash. They don't move an inch. They don't budge whatsoever. And it's equivalent to the people on subways, when you're trying to get off, they just come at you no matter what, and they're trying to get in the subway before you even exit. That's what it's the equivalent of in major cities, because you don't have to worry about people honking at you. 90% of us don't even drive here. Or if you're not in a major city, if you're in a really small town, it's the equivalent of when you're driving and then, like, a cow crosses the street. What? And you're like, come on, man. What are you doing here? Yeah, I mean, you can't honk at a cow. (laughs) You know what? In Wisconsin, I think... That's actually illegal. It, it probably, sh- I mean, let the cow I do it. I think in Wisconsin, this is a rule, and I know this because I looked this up last night because there were weird rules that came up, and I saw it, and I, and I didn't get to it, but I did look it up. I'll send you my Google search history, um, not the incognito version, but I'll send you my Google search history, <laughs> and it shows you that I looked up weird laws, and one was you have to yield, the, the livestock have the right of way. So if you're ever in Wisconsin and you see like a pig crossing the street, totally common, um, you have to let it go. That's, that's, yeah. not, that's not totally common. I mean, I don't live where you are, so I can't really speak to that, but I'm just using common sense. It's not common that pigs are crossing streets. The, the joke, why did the chicken cross the road, is not even funny here because chickens are crossing the road all the time. It's just like, I, I don't know. He had probably to go to the, the mall or the shopping. There's chickens, buck, buck chickens walking all over the place. I did have a turkey in my yard recently. I could do, I could do two segments on that. Right, turkeys um, are more common than chickens. Yeah, I, I don't know the exact stats on that. I don't either. It's like apples and oranges. <laughs> kind of. Uh, Tim's in Alabama. Tim, what's up? Hey, man, how's it going? What's up with you? Man, slime old, slime old, different day. Hey, you know, listening, hearing, hearing my man talk about. No vehicles in uh, New York. That's just unreal. He's talking about if you got a good vehicle, you got, you know, that's that's a good sign. Well, if you don't have a vehicle in Alabama, you're pissed poor. But on your side of the deal, if you're on the road and you're red light and you're feeding your child, you're you're messed up. You need to be home feeding your child, not on the highway. He was coming at you as a dad. <laughs> yeah. I would see what most people would do in this situation is don't talk about my kid that way, even though it has nothing to do with their kid. Um no, I we we do we do swimming right after school, so I bring him snacks for after and before. Okay, we'll get the snacks after in the parking lot before you get on the road. I I don't I don't have any flaw in your logic. That's what I should do. You're right. You're right. <laughs> no, you are right. Hey, enjoy talking to you, man. Y'all have a great night. <laughs> All right, Tim. I'll see ya. Uh, yeah, I had a Tim call from Alabama about road rage. I was like, I did not know where that would go. Um, but he, he attacked me as a as a father. I guarantee Greg from Michigan will come at you like that. Greg, you going to come at me like that? Oh, Bardo, it's the warrior, Mr. Positive. Um, heck no. I love little babies, their little feet, their little hands, their little noses. Tweak, tweak, tweak. You don't realize I love little baby children. And it's not in a weird way. I just love little children. Well, th- thanks for thanks for the exclaimer. I, uh, <laughs> I, I, I think you it don't was realize needed for I several, just including love me. them. 
Hey, okay. have you seen the movie Unhinged with Russell Crowe? Uh, I'm not familiar with that movie, no. Oh, my God. Well, he's sitting, and a lady honks at him a little bit too long, and he's um, a maniacal uh, SOB, and he goes out to try to kill her, among other people. Oh, yeah, you're right about road rage. It's uh, got... Oh, uh, you're right. You're right. So Following a road be, rage incident. Uh, wow. Yeah, just, just be careful. Just be careful. See, and um, that's, what, that's what's so... Uh, not to really take this down a path that doesn't make any sense to the format of the program, but that's what's so insane about life is that you could just have your routines in your day, and then you happen to be on a street at the same time that someone else happens to be on the street, and then one little thing happens, and then boom, it changes the rest of your life. That's It's so random and chaotic. That's why right. when our basketball team loses by maybe 13 points, we got to not be so uh, you know upset about it. Just big oh my God, Elbardo, you're you're spot on, and I mean, you know, I never get upset about that stuff. I'm, you know, I'm not, uh, I'm never going to get angry. You know, sometimes, very, very, very rarely, well, I get a little bit. Come on, go, but never get enraged. I have a buddy that drives all the time, and he's, I'm talking to him on the phone while he's driving, and he's just saying, "Get the hell, get over there, get over there, come on, move!" And he's actually screaming, and I'm just going, "Really, really." Um, but, hey, real quick, the combine. I'm all for it. Uh, me and uh, JR were talking about it a little bit yesterday. Um, it's the idea that uh, the creme de la creme, the, the, the best of the best, don't necessarily need to do it. But sports is a game of numbers. And when you, you know, have to push a 300-pound man off, you want to be able to bench 225 at least 30 times. You want to have a... Um, 4.240, uh, so you can outrun everybody and catch the ball thrown by Patrick Mahomes or Josh Elvis Allen. You know, and, you know, getting back in the uh, pocket, 2.2 seconds, you got to get rid of it. you got to be able to think fast on your feet. So I'm all for the combine, and it's just, um, you know, it's just something that I totally, uh, you know, it's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a reference point. It's a measuring. It's a metric that should be utilized and understood to the nth degree. But, um yeah, and that, on that positive note, everybody go for your dreams. Love you, Shep. Love you, Elbardo Winkler. And uh, be good to yourself. Adios, Greg. Thank you for the call. The combine of it, yeah, it's fine. I, I don't think that there should be too much. Just use it the proper amount. Don't feel the way about a guy for three years. And then, again, he has one bad practice, and then you take him off your board. If that's the way that you're scouting, well, then you're wasting a lot of time on the game film. I want to know what this guy looks like in an actual game, not what he looks like in shorts in the Lucas Oil Dome when, you know, it's a completely different experience. Yeah, there's intangibles and things that are a part of it, but, you know, some guys have 40 speed, some guys are more game speed, a weird thing with that. So I just, I don't know. When people do skip out, the first thing that I always see people say is, red flag, red flag, he doesn't want to come, red flag. Well, no, you're just upset that you don't get to see him perform. It's not the, – the only people that are affected by it are, like, fans that wanted to see Caleb Williams throw to receivers for 15 minutes for some reason. I mean, if you want to see that, go there's go watch USC games. I bet you you didn't watch all of them, so go watch one of those if you need to see it so bad. So the combine in and of itself, uh, yeah, I think I think it's fine. And when people decide to sit out, that's something that they – Decide to do when people take a test 
that uh, nobody has ever seen before in the history of anything besides the people that take it. I'd love to see this test that C.J. Stroud did not do well on because they're a big red flag. But then again, he goes and wins rookie of the year. So I don't, I don't know. Just don't overvalue it. Everything needs to be uh, moderation, and this is one of those things. It's the Bart Winkler Show on CBS Sports Radio. This is the Bart Winkler Show. Listen Monday through Friday, nighttime and nationwide, 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. Eastern on CBS Sports Radio. The presidents of the United States of America, made famous by the Drew Carey Show, and to our friends in Cleveland, you do rock, even though I don't think we're on there for another hour and a half. But still, if any of you are on the Odyssey app, yeah, you do rock. I still stand by it. I actually like Cleveland quite a bit. I enjoy the downtown. Uh, there's a big free sign. I don't know what that means. The Rock and Roll Hall of Fame's great. Um, the bar scene's fun. I did that after a Browns game once. So I, I try to get out in this great big uh, city, you know, uh, world, I mean. I try to get to every city. Since um, that's what I want to do. I want to do a Bart Winkler Show affiliate tour. And every city that carries us, I want to go and uh, visit. Hey, Bart. Yes. Cleveland's so great. LeBron left twice, and he's from there. I mean, I'm well, okay. I mean, is that, <laughs> I mean, is it that? I mean, he's actually from Akron. Well, he's he's from the Cleveland area. Yeah. I mean, if it, if it's that special, is the homegrown son leaving twice? Um, but I'm, he I'm won him a championship and said, this is for you. And usually when you win a championship, you want to stay and like win another one. No, not if you, if you get the chance to be replacement Kobe. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah, that's what he went and did out in LA and they won a title. That doesn't count. Eight five five two one two four two two seven. Let's get to. Bucks did win a title. No, you say, say that was fraudulent? No, no, no. I'm saying that the Bucks won that 2020 title. You're singing a different tune. You and I know that. Oh yeah, yeah, of Shep, course. Chep, right. that I am. Do you understand how thankful I am they did not win that title? I well, they got, got upset in the second round. Yeah, at the time I was mad, but looking back, right. And then so they won a title since. So obviously uh, that helps, but. Yeah, that would have been hard. I, I don't know. That 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 bubble title, that was completely different. A lot of teams checked out. But somebody had to win. It was still a tournament. There was, there was still a bunch of teams there. Somebody had to win. Who was the team? Was it the Hornets that got invited there and went undefeated but still had no chance to make the playoffs? That was the Suns. The Suns, yeah. <laughs> the Suns. They got invited. They went, what, 8-0? and And then to make the playoffs, they needed to do that but then have like seven other things happen. Ah, uh, well, and they got to go to the bubble at least. You know who didn't have to go to the bubble? Like the best team in the last eight years, Golden State. The year they were bad with injuries, that was the bubble year. That's right. So not only did they win a few titles before, win a title after, but they didn't They didn't have to go experience that. No, I'm sure people that did that would look back at it and say, oh, that was crazy. I'm glad I at least got to experience it. But I'm sure a lot of those guys are also like, that sucked. Never again. Who was the one that left to go get, like, some wings? Was that Lou Williams? Sweet Lou Williams, yep. Yeah. 
And and Jimmy Butler left for different reasons. So he didn't completely leave the bubble, but he uh, he left his room. I'll leave it there. <laughs> did he leave his room or did he go to another room? He left what, his what? he he left his room. Oh, he did. Yeah. He didn't go to someone else's room. They came to his room. You know what? I think it might have been both. <laughs> Her room, his room, whatever room they could find. This is stupid. Uh, Google it if you must. All right, Bill is in Baltimore. <laughs> What's up, Bill? Hi, how are you, Bart? I'm good now that I'm talking to you, Bill. <laughs> yeah, I know you are. Listen, I don't want to be a buzzkill. I know you're talking, uh, you're flying around on different things, but... Which I, what, That's a nice way to about. say your show has been unfocused up to this point, but go well, ahead. My, <laughs> my call is about the kick, the kickoffs in the NFL. The, I mean, <laughs> I counted in a Super Bowl, I think it was 15 and nothing. Nothing yeah. happened. In 15, I mean, it's, it's 15 plays that result in nothing. It just it boggles my mind why they would do that when that was one of the most exciting plays since I've been I'm 78 so I've been watching ball for a long time and um, it's the most exciting play in football a punt return or a, a yeah, kickoff return I'm with you I'm with you and and I I don't understand why they're either uh, just put it on a 25 yard line. Or let them let them play. I, I mean, if if the if the danger of the um, of the head injuries is that that severe, then just make a move. You know, do something. I mean, finally, baseball did it. They, they and I think it was accidental. Tell you the truth, with the the time clock and the uh, the bases and the and the things that they've done, uh, it really makes the game nicer. It really, uh, it's like the old game when I used to run home from elementary school to listen to the Yankees or or to catch the last batter or something like that, uh, um, 1950s and, and stuff. But it, what are they going to do about it? Do you have any uh Yeah, any they, they are talking I, about it. I don't it. have you... the knowledge. Well, you bring it up, Bill. Thanks for the call. Uh, you bring it up at a good time. They are talking about it with the – competition committee they want to at least change the rules so the way that it is now about 20 percent of the kicks were returned uh there were some fair catches they instituted that rule which i don't like on kickoffs but there were there were about 2700 kickoffs about 2000 of those were touchbacks into the end zone one way or another 587 of them were returned um, I still want to see the kickoff in the game. I don't want to do, like, just start at the 25. One of the leagues had done that. I think the XFL had done that back in 2020. Then they came back, and this is what the NFL is sort of looking at this time around. Stephen Jones uh, was talking about this, Jerry Jones's kid. Jones says he anticipates the committee to present to ownership in the spring meetings a one-year alternative that will make returns part of the game again. During the week, different options were presented, including the old XFL model. The XFL, which merged with the USFL, the two spring leagues, they're actually going to a more NFL kind of style of kickoff. But now the NFL is like, eh, we might want to do what you did. 
where the kicking team lines up at the opponent's 35 and the return team lines up at the 30 and only the kicker and returner are allowed to move until the ball is touched. So the two sides are like pretty much right next to each other, five yards apart, and then the guy kicks it and the returner gets it, and then once he gets it, everybody can move. The reason they were getting away from the kickoffs is because of the high impact. You got one guy coming this way, you got a bunch of guys coming that way, and they think it's going to be kind of like car crash type high-speed collisions, and injuries can crop up that way. the, the, The overarching thing with football is injuries can crop up on every play. And in my lifetime, the one time I thought we lost a player wasn't even something that really was the result of contact. It was just something that had happened to the guy or the contact was so like extraordinary one in a billion and we're trying to take away all these things we're trying to make the game safer yet you still play on Thursday nights after Saturday or Sunday night you still do all these things I think there's a way to keep the kickoff you can't you can't just take away the kickoff I mean it, it's it'd be like taking away the the opening tip or, or a face-off this is that's how you start possessions I don't want to see them just start possessions where it's like all right, now it's your turn. That's that's not that's weird. Kicking is a part of this game. If you take away the kickoff, if you really take it away, then then it makes kickers even more it makes it more wild that they exist. So now the only you have these guys on your team, then the only reason they're on your team is if you can't get into the end zone, this guy can try to hit it through an upright and you're going to need him four or five times, extra points too. And he can be the difference between whether you win or lose. You guys battle for 59 minutes and 37 seconds. And then he gets 23 seconds to decide the game because he's not doing anything else at any other time. So you got to still make them relevant. You can't take that position away. And if you take off kickoffs, well, then you might as well find an alternative to score when you can't get into the end zone. That might be a little extreme, but that's that's like like half their job. Just take it away. It'd be like uh, telling a center, if it's shotgun, you don't have to snap it. The quarterback just gets it and then can do with what he wants. It'd be dumb. 855-212-4CBS, The Bar Winkler Show. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app.